Today is all about souvenirs, where to buy them, what to buy, and a couple of tips that can help save you money. Hi, thanks so much for joining me again here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Believe it or not, this is the last episode of the Planning Your Ireland Vacation series. It's been a long road. We started back in September of 2022, and here we are finally at the end. If you are new to the series, you've just found the podcast, or you want to go back and start it over and get all the tips in order, you'll want to head back to episode 124. So before I dive into today's topic, which is all about shopping, souvenirs, and collecting your VAT, I want to just give you one final reminder about the My Ireland Vacation Planner and Journal. It's a journal that follows the exact steps that I use when I'm planning my own Ireland vacations, the tours that I lead, or helping people with a custom itinerary. There are four sections, planning, itinerary, travel tips, and a journal, and they lead you through each step of creating the Ireland trip that you have been dreaming about. You're going to find easy to use worksheets, loads of advice, fun journaling prompts that will help you remember your magical Ireland vacation. You can find more about the journal and planner at irelandfamilyvacations.com backslash Ireland planner. And don't forget when you use code podcast 10, you get a 10% savings. All right. Jumping into Ireland shopping tips. We're going to start with souvenirs because you want to bring home something to help you kind of relive and remember that terrific vacation that you had. So here are a few shopping tips for you when you are out and about in Ireland. Number one, if you love it, buy it because you might not find it again. <laughs> Number two, if you are enjoying a busker and you're going to see them on the streets at some of the attractions, gosh, we've seen buskers at the Cliffs of Moher and the Rock of Cashel, obviously on Grafton Street in Dublin. If you're enjoying a busker and you're hanging around, A, give them a tip. And if they have a CD available, go ahead and grab it. Or if they don't have one available, they probably have something that shows their Spotify playlist. So make sure you give them a listen when you're back home. Irish whiskey. If you are at a distillery and the whiskey that you're looking at purchasing is not exclusive to buy only at the distillery, you might want to wait and purchase it at duty-free at the airport because duty-free is going to cost you less, but also the distilleries have kind of a deal with duty-free and you might find some blends there that you aren't finding at the distillery itself. If you are buying little trinkets, so think something that's a shamrock and says Ireland or a keychain, maybe some fun little trinket for the kids, go ahead and wait and buy those at duty free as well. They're going to cost you a little less. You're not going to tote them all over the country. And yeah, just buy your, buy your trinkets at duty free at the airport. When you are buying chocolates, oh, those travel so well, just maybe buy extra <laughs> because if you buy them during your trip, they might not last until you are 
ready to head home. But chocolates travel really, really well. You can also buy chocolates at Duty Free. You'll find two or three different brands there. But if you find a small chocolate shop that you absolutely love, buy it there. Some items can and should be shipped. So if you're shopping for things like pottery, crystal, glass, anything that can break, go ahead and have that shipped from where you're buying it if that's possible. There are two reasons for that. Number one, it's going to take up a lot of room in your checked luggage because, or to carry, right? And then you've got something else that you have to put in your checked luggage because if you're carrying it onto the plane and you're not buying it in duty-free, then that counts as your personal item. So number one, they take up a lot of room. But number two, if you have them shipped and they break, they're replaceable. I, I really noticed this when buying Balik up in Fermanagh. So I was buying a, a woven bowl there and they were adamant about shipping it because if I would have been carrying it home and it broke, that's on me. But if they ship it and it arrives to me broken, they replace it. So things that are larger and can break, go ahead and have them shipped. Just pay that little bit extra. It's 100% worth it. A few of my favorite souvenirs. For children, I really like the baron, which is the, the skin-covered drum. So it's like a, a sheepskin-covered drum. The pet rock from Connemara, Connemara marble is that beautiful green stone. My daughter got a pet rock. We named it Mara. <laughs> and uh, I think that's really, really fun. Unless you really loved the time when your children were learning the recorder in elementary school to skip the Irish tin whistle. <laughs> Just a tip there. And I will tell you some of my girls' favorite souvenirs, especially when they were younger, were the one and two cent euros. They're super tiny and they, they were fairy coins. So we actually bought these little trinket boxes to hold these coins in. And gosh, they, they played with those and, and would look at them and remember their trips just for so long. They don't do it anymore now, but you know, they're old and, and jaded. They're teenagers, but those were really terrific souvenirs when they were young. For women, I really like jewelry, especially a clattering, a necklace. You'll find jewelers all over Ireland. I love the small artisan jewelers, but even some of the larger jewelry brands that you'll find across the country really a beautiful piece of jewelry that you'll wear for years to come is a terrific souvenir. Hand-blown glass, Irish pottery, really great to bring home. And also woolens. You're going to find everything from jackets and shawls to uh, scarves and mittens and hats. So anything woolen, right? For men, now this might be a little stereotypical, so obviously you can get these for women too, but whiskey or pochine, pochine is the Irish moonshine. So you can get, I brought my husband home, but when we were, when we were dating, I actually brought home a, a stoneware jug of mead from Bunratty. So if they, if they like that kind of stuff, whiskey, pochine, mead, an Aaron sweater is never a bad idea or a fun flat cap, terrific gifts for men. If you want more tips for souvenirs for everyone on your list, go to the show notes and there is a link to the best Ireland souvenirs for everyone and you'll find more information there. 
Now we're going to move on to the VAT, the VAT. Now the VAT is the value added tax. So in the United States, we are very used to our tax being added on additional when we check out someplace. In Ireland, the VAT is already added into the price of your purchase. So it's not an additional charge at the end. The VAT ranges from nine to 25%, and it's applied to almost every item you purchase with the notable exceptions of food, children's clothing, medical services, and purchases from nonprofit organizations. Now, non-EU visitors to Ireland can get a VAT refund really pretty easily. You just have to get the forms when you make a purchase totaling 75 euro or more per receipt, and you must file that paperwork preferably before you leave Ireland. You do have a little bit of leeway if you forget to file it, but then you have to deal with mailing it and sending it in and all that stuff. So do it before you leave the country. All goods must leave Ireland within three months of purchase. Now that's the length of the tourist visa. So you have to make sure that if you're in Ireland for an extended period of time, that you buy your souvenirs before you, right before you go home. So here are a few VAT and Ireland shopping tips. Now you're not going to get a refund on every item you buy. So hotel stays, car rentals, uh, food in the restaurants, grocery stores, things like that. You're not getting a VAT refund. What you are getting a VAT refund on are the things that you're taking home as gifts. So think about uh, woolens or jewelry, perfume, those kind of things. Now you're going to find four refund systems in Ireland. Two of them are the most used. Those are Planet, which is, it's a receipt system. So the clerk will sign and verify the purchase and they'll hand you a receipt and an envelope. And then before you leave Ireland, you need to fill out the receipt and either post it or turn it in at the planet counter at the airport when you leave. Now, multiple receipts for that planet system can be put into a single envelope as long as the refund is for a single person or family. So single people, separate people, separate envelopes, one family, one envelope. But that's, again, you're going to have a few different systems that you use, so make sure you're keeping them kind of straight, right? The next one is the Horizon Card or the Fexco Tax-Free Shopping System. I really like this one because it all goes on a card. You don't have to turn in receipts. It's all digital. So the one thing you do have to do is you have to register your card after you get it. So if a shop uses the Horizon card, they're going to ask if you have one. You do not have to get a Horizon card before you travel. The first shop you visit that uses this system will give you one. You will use this same card no matter how many shops you visit. When you check out, there's usually a sign that shows what system this particular retailer uses. So you'll kind of know what you need to do, right? Um, you just present the card when you shop if you see the, uh, the horizon sign and it'll be swiped and all the information is registered there. Now, there are some retailers that use this system that immediately remove the VAT at the point of sale and others will have the money refunded. But again, this is all saved to the card. You don't have anything that you have to keep track of and turn in. But the one thing you have to do is register the card online. So 
most hotels will have uh, a computer that you can use. You can do it on your phone super easy, but you do have to have it registered. If you don't have it registered, you can register it at the airport using the kiosks. It's just going to take you a little bit longer. If you need to get through that quickly, it's just easier to have it registered prior to arriving at the airport. When you get to the airport, you'll put in your card. Um, you'll enter the requested information as long as it's already registered. The kiosk receipt's going to print out telling you if the VAT was refunded at the point of sale or if a refund is coming to you on your credit card, and voila, you're done. <laughs> now, the other two options are Global Tax Refund, which is very much like Planet, but it's called Global Blue, and it refunds you the same way. You're going to keep track of receipts and refunds and turn them in. And the final one is in-store refunds. Some larger retailers have an option of returning the VAT at the point of sale, and then you don't have to, to get it refunded to you, and it's all done there. So those are the four VAT or value-added tax refund systems that you will encounter in Ireland. If you have any questions, you just it's very simple to ask the the people at the checkout counter, they have been asked that question a million times before and are happy to help you figure it out. Now, the thing you have to remember is that you do have to turn in your VAT or you need to, you should turn in your VAT at the airport before you leave. Both Dublin Airport and Shannon Airport have VAT refund areas where if you're turning in receipts, you go up to the counter and they either take your envelope or they review the receipts, stamp them and take your envelope. And they have the kiosks for the Horizon card. So again, turn in your VAT before you leave Ireland. It really is just so much easier to do it that way and not have to worry about it when you get home because that just adds so many more annoying steps to it. Now, final tip for shopping in Ireland, and this is a big one really. Sometimes when you're handed your bill, they will ask if you want to pay in your currency. So for Americans, American dollars, for Canadians, Canadian dollars, for Australians, Australian dollars. But always, 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 when you're in Ireland, pay with the Euro, pay in Euros. The dynamic currency conversion is going to offer you the ability to pay in your home currency. But that has multiple exchanges going on. So if you're paying in your home currency, it then gets converted to PN Euro, and then it gets converted back to your home currency. So it, there's so many currency conversions and charges that go with that. So to avoid all of those, pay with the Euro, period. End of discussion. <laughs> so there you have it. Those are your super simple shopping tips. As always, you can visit the show notes and there will be links in that article that will take you more in-depth into shopping, VAT refund, and dynamic currency conversion. So there we are. It's the end of the Planning Your Ireland Vacation Series. I hope this has been helpful for you. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast or it helped you, please leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If your podcast app won't let you leave a review, go ahead and visit the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page and leave a review there. Or 
if you like Instagram, go ahead, snap a screenshot, pop it into your Instagram stories, tag me at Ireland Family Vacations, and just say a couple nice things. I always appreciate it. If you have any questions at all, you can email me, Jody, J-O-D-Y, at IrelandFamilyVacations.com, and I will respond. Thank you so much again for listening, and until next time, Slanga Fall.